Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments, where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com slash cloud. Welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and today I'm joined by... Marcus Hurley. And... Ian Bruce. A Quiet Place finally got released to rent. Uh, missed it in the cinema. Yep. But watched it last night, as did Marcus. Yep. Who actually inspired me to start watching it, because I remembered that I'd seen it in the... Uh, oh, yeah. Other like, formats actually, are available. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've actually bought it. I Ian. bought it the, the night I came out of the cinema, having seen it at the cinema. Wow. Yeah. I pre-ordered it. It's, it, it's quite quite good. Um, I think my... I'll tell you what, I was watching it. I, I, I saw it like it was, it's a tight 90 minutes. Um, I did wonder if I was going to get a bit tired of jumping out of my fucking skin every fucking <laughs> yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Um, but it completely won me over by the end. And <clears> I thought, <throat> wow, this is like the most sort of stealth uh, way of... Uh, doing like a creature feature since the first Predator which I remember seeing and never realising what that would spawn although I don't know whether this will there's talk of sequels I'm not really that interested I, I don't really want one to be honest I think it would, it would end up like Monsters or something <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, just, um, it's a little bit of the law but a load of shit hmm. yeah I mean now this is out to rent I don't mind going full spoilers on this if people want to go oh, into yeah, yeah. detail oh um, yeah but but I mean just just that ending with the <laughs> yeah. I was like was awesome. fuck yes this is like the reason that I love Doom like when that yes. was uh, and, th- and that's re- exactly rebooted. what it was like that's exactly yeah. what it was like yeah and um, it was just the slow realization of like the whole way through the film they're sort of dealing with the threat uh, trying to survive and then all of a sudden it's like the twist of it is that they you know inadvertently create sort of a, a way of dealing with it and uh, yeah yeah. I think I think you know um, ending it where they did just just leaves it all to the imagination, really. And it does. It's fantastic, and I do since, like films like that. Since we're Sorry, going Mark, into cool. kind of spoilers, uh, not for a lot, but I think the way that they handled that, the way that they found the way to counterattack, was well done because yeah. every time the occurrence happened, the main one of the main protagonists wasn't aware of it. So it wasn't like something is. oh, wow, it's only right until the end. And then you realise, oh, okay, let's turn this up to 11. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just, just the fact that she's she's pregnant throughout, and you, you're like, what are like the most uncontrollable noises yeah. that you could possibly have is a woman giving birth and the, and the, the, the infant the that baby. is born. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like... Fuck! It's so grim. The fact that it's it's born and like it has to spend its first waking moments basically in a coffin. Yeah. Uh, 
But it's, um, it's definitely yeah, dark. It's, it is pretty dark. Um, I thought that the the setup with the staircase was well done because yeah. we all knew it was going to happen. But yeah, oh, was... it was just like get rid of the nail. But it wasn't. But it wasn't due to stupidity because it, she only got caught on it because she was preoccupied by going into labour. Yeah. Which I yeah, thought was well, yeah. really well done. Which is um, a reasonable excuse, to be honest. Yeah, that was that was really well, really, really well done. I mean, admittedly, she was a bit yeah. silly for leaving it there and not wondering what had snagged the bag in the first place. But um, yeah, but yeah, no, that film had so many bits that was just so good. The part with the grain as well, where they're in the silo. Oh. Yeah, and the old guy with his dead wife. Yes. Yeah. That and he's got nothing else to live for. And it's just like... Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and just and 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 Krasinski's <clears throat> fucking wail like at the end, like to basically yeah. save his kids. Yeah, that, like, was, that was just so oh. full on. It was like, yeah. like come on, like that, just epic. That's right in the feels. That is most of the film yeah. was, to be honest. That the the kid on the train track at the start, yeah. the road over oh, the bridge. God. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ! The trailer did that really, really well. Because that it, yeah, I did. Tempted it, but it teased it, but didn't actually give it away. <sighs> Because um, I, I wasn't expecting that quite so early on. I thought it was going to no. be one of those films where they spend three quarters of the film quiet. You don't see the threat. Much like Signs, where it's all just, you know, you don't see yeah, yeah. the thing till the end. Yeah, but I was really surprised by that. I was like, oh shit, okay, they're, they're out and about. And yeah, this has set the tone already. And then they come back and they keep coming back and it's sustained threat, which I yeah, thought was yeah. really good. It wasn't just, oh, the threat of they might come. They're around. Those creatures are around all the time. I don't mind a good sustained threat movie, but I I am finding that after this film, I enjoy it when they're not talking so much. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, what are we going to do? I don't know. You're just, nobody Ooh, cares. There were <laughs> some cares. great sound bits they were doing with that film, which is simply amazing. Um, the part where the husband and wife are dancing and she puts the headphones in his ear and just oh, as yeah, she does lovely. that, the sound comes up and we hear the soundtrack. Yeah. And yeah. at the start of the film, there are moments where the daughter, whenever it cut to her, it would go deathly quiet. Yes. Absolutely deathly quiet. It was like, and then to everyone else, it's like, you just hear the background, typical noises and stuff like that and everything else. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I had like different levels of, of just background ambience, which I thought was great. Yeah. At first, I wasn't sure who was deaf, like when they first introduced it, but... I mean, before too long, you know that it's her that's deaf. Yeah, yeah. but um, I thought that was like a nice audio key because every time it cut to her in that opening bit in the shop, the sound completely vanished. It was like it was just, yeah, just nothing. <clears throat> and even on the bridge, when yeah, everybody's hearing the shuttle noise, but and but she's just seeing people react to it. Yeah, and it just makes yeah. it. I mean, it's horrible, but then realizing that it's even more horrible for her because she doesn't realize it's happening. Yeah, yeah, and she can only tell by people's expressions what's happening. Um, yeah, fuck Jesus. <laughs> the, the cast yeah. was absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, I, 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 I didn't. I never really watched Krasinski. I've not watched the U.S. Office, so I don't know how Krasinski was in that. But I really liked him in uh, Thirteen Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, the Michael Bay film about the. Uh, embassy in wherever it was. Yeah, I've not seen I that. that sounds, I have seen The Office. That sounds like a shit film. That from that one line description, but it, it's not. A, it's not a normal Bay film. Uh, it's it's quite intimate, and he plays. Having known that he played this guy in the 
office. He he's like he's looks like Rambo basically. He's buffed up and he's the story's great, the acting's good, the combat is Jesus Christ, it's good. Um obviously based on a real incident, so you know, let's not revel in people's deaths and stuff, but he was God, he was good in this. It's well I'm sure they're on YouTube already, but if you can see the extras for the Blu-ray, there's some behind the scenes stuff there that really got me in the feels. Uh, when her, him and Emily Blunt are talking about working together, um, the relationship the kids had, the deaf girl and the hearing boy became good friends because he really picked up sign language pretty quickly. Um, yeah, it's just, I, ca- I can't find fault in this film, although I know many people can. There are some massive plot holes. Mm. Um, mm. But I think if you if you just take it for a 90-minute experience, yeah. I, can't f- I can't find fault in it at all, to be honest. And unless something amazing happens, it will remain my film of the year. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's definitely up there for me. Um, I, I Basically, my old housemate's still using my, my Amazon account, so I said I've rented it if you want to watch it. Like you've got two days, so he did, and he said about plot holes, but I don't, I, I couldn't really think of anything. I mean, am I just stupid? Because I, I think the film, I, 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 I sort of just forgive films. Like if, if I, if they end like that, it, it, the overall feeling is I don't really, I, I don't. I guess I'm just not one to pick holes. I, I, I found it fine. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. It can be. It's very. It's always. I think you get more conversation out of films. Really, if you start picking holes in it, if everybody, if everybody says, "Yeah, that was amazing," it's a pretty short conversation. But if you start looking at plot holes, like why are they bringing a kid who's going to scream for the first six months of its life into a world where you can't even whisper? Yeah. Um, why didn't yeah, they? Well, why didn't well, they was... move and live next to the waterfall? Okay. All right. Um, there are there are there's quite a long list if you go looking for them, but mm. I don't care. Yeah, sure, why didn't they? But I didn't make the film, they did. And it's a beautiful film. It's a really yeah. glorious 90 minutes of just stuff that you don't really see anymore. It's kind of 70s and it's darkness. Yeah. And um, yeah, the I ending lot- is just kind of, fuck, yes, come on. Yeah. Without needing to see it all. That's what I liked yeah. about it. It's just, oh yeah, that motherfucker's going to get that. Um, there's a there's a song on the new Perfect Circle album that kind of basically feels like the whole song is a build up, and it gets to this point that's almost a crescendo, and you you're just waiting for the big massive riff that that Muse would play, like you yeah. know, um, and it just stops. <laughs> nice. And, and and it reminded me of of this movie quite a lot actually that approach where it's just you know your mind is good enough to fill in the blanks you know in a, in a big bad way i think we've all seen that before I've, I've, i mean this could have been this could have basically been an hour and a half cutscene for a video game you know where you're playing like with the sonar and yeah. shotgunning these dudes i mean the, the creature design did actually remind me a little of the the things from last of us yeah uh, the way that they are like a little bit plant-like the way and, their and head clicking kind of as opens, well. yeah. and the clicking yeah the clicking definitely yeah <clears throat> Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I think there was a confidence to the movie. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I think I posted elsewhere and said it's just like Krasinski just threw a hand grenade into the genre and just calmly strode away. Yeah. Like, um, well, he, <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> he, he's not a fan of horror movies. It's kind of well documented that he said beforehand he's, he's, he really doesn't like horror movies or hadn't seen a lot of them, but he liked yeah. 
he liked the concept and then wanted to make it about the family, which, which yeah. for me, I think is a thing that did it. If it was just a monster hunt or yeah. mon- the monster just stalking the family, it would be shit. But it is about the family, and there's some yeah. distractions of monsters around the side. Really, for me, the same way that kind of Cloverfield is as well. Cloverfield is really about that group of people, yeah. and there's some monster shit going on around yeah. it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Fuck. I can't remember. Go on. But yeah, no, I was going to say, going back to the monster design, I thought, I mean, I've, I said to you, Rob, after watching this, I I was shocked at how nightmarish it was. It literally looked like just, you imagine terror in a form, and that was it. It had claws, it had like razor sharp claws, it had sort of scythe parts on its arm that could fold out you saw some shots of it. you yeah, never like really hooks, saw they? Yeah, yeah it was like but it, but it also had claws so it had hooks that folded in that yeah. kind of extended it was just it was just horrible it was just a horrible creature for just killing and maiming and destroying and it super was fast as well you don't even know if it ate I mean you heard noises of it but you didn't know whether it ate them whether it just continued to bludgeon them until they didn't move you you didn't know anything about these creatures other than they had a really highly sophisticated sense of hearing or a form of sonar and they were just unbelievably incredibly violent (laughs) yeah well that's why the alien franchise has continued to offer diminishing returns because Ridley Scott seems obsessed in explaining where they what they are and where they came from and and that's that's really the thing isn't it and that's Yeah. yeah I think both Alien and Predator, are, they're, they're a rich source of potential extra bits around the edges, but you don't need to go looking for that. No. Um, no. Uh, I was watching, there's a YouTube channel called uh, World's Best Dad or How to Be a Great Dad or something, but he shows he showed his six-year-old kid the Star Wars movie, the first, the, A New Hope, and then he's done the other ones every couple of years. And that kid enjoys it for what it is and doesn't... Yeah. Look at anything else. What about this? What about that? It's it's just it's a play, isn't it? You don't go yeah. to the theatre if anybody goes to the theatre and go. Oh, I wonder what this meant. You just go and enjoy it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Any awesome. other thoughts about a Quiet Place? I, I, it's definitely up there for me somewhere in my top two or one or two, or three maybe. I, don't know. I, I just loved how it was so short. It was like you know hour and a half, an hour twenty five, I think, or twenty four by the time the credits roll. It was just, it didn't outstay its welcome. It, just when you thought it was going to be all about a family living an almost sort of strange Amish, quiet lifestyle, it changes. Changes tempo. It doesn't leave you in one way or another. It just keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Either just through sound or just whatever's going on on screen. It was just, it was just good. I do wish I'd seen it in the cinema. Oh, it was, it was. The we had cinema a quiet, experience quiet room was, here, though. But yeah, cinema experience was amazing because when the just as it, you know, after the, yeah. the ratings card was there, you could hear popcorn, and within in about ten minutes, you could hear nothing. It was mm. p- beautifully silent, and then as soon as there was a loud bang or anything, all you could hear was popcorn as people were trying to eat their popcorn until it went perfectly quiet again. And then it was just, <laughs> and I think I was really lucky to be in a cinema where that happened because I think yeah. on a busy Friday night, you would have been livid with people yeah that would have ruined i would have been so annoyed because we i turned up the volume actually i think the tv was possibly one of the loudest settings i've had it on for a film right. because yeah. it was just the levels and we wanted the the loud bits to be loud 
and it was it was really good. Really yeah. good. We enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I managed to uh, have complete ambient silence here, um, which which was effective enough. And yeah, I, I think I ended up cranking it a bit, but it was those short, sharp, sort of violent explosions mm. of action. It was yeah, it was awesome. I, I just one quick thing as well. Um, okay. Was there? It did. I like the way it kind of didn't really explain things because it kind of gave a hint that there were other survivors. <laughs> Yeah, even I was though you say, never saw yeah. them, it's like when they lit the flame on top of the silo, and you saw the others in yes, the background. And you saw the other so, ones around. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. you saw a sense that there's a whole community out there, but you yeah. never saw them, which I thought the, was great because you didn't need to. It was about this particular yeah. family. But, but but the world building within the the world building was just exceptional. The ash they yeah. put on the ground so they could walk in bare feet yes. and not make any noise. Yeah, there were other little touches like that. Uh, playing Monopoly with uh, like wall <laughs> markers felt, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then all the houses were little balls of fluffy red and green and stuff. I thought. Yeah, and the the white lights and the red lights and yeah. just it it felt like they'd been doing this for a while and it hadn't all just been brought on by the props team. No, it felt like a living world. And I know that they, oh, I'm, I'm nerding out about this film really, but they they bought the land where the houses were even before pre production for the movie started. And they had to plant the corn themselves. Wow. So they planted Bloody the corn. Hell. All the corn you see in the film, the production planted. And then they sold it to local communities and stuff afterwards. But, um, yeah, it was, yeah. It's well, if you've got, if you want to fall down a rabbit hole, Google how they made this film. Because it's, everybody's just so excited about it. It was excellent. Oh, anyway, cool. That's what I could say. It's well worth a look <laughs> if you like that kind of stuff. Thanks for listening to the Not Watching Podcast, part of the Not Listening Podcast Network, where you can also find the Not Playing Podcast, where we talk about video games, and the Not Listening Podcast, where you can hear Adam and Co. talk about all kinds of nonsensical nonsense. You can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for all our shows at notlistening.co.uk, And if you like what you've heard here, please do leave us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time, bye! Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Wait a minute! I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.